Hello everyone, this is Kelly Cassian. I'm Bill. So today we have another documentary to do and this time uh, is something that gonna raise you guys eyebrow and type of different opinions and we're gonna give our opinions. So the document that we picked this time was Kids Behind Bar. So Bill. Uh Kids Behind Bars, uh, from again from that show, Real Stories. So basically, this documentary, I guess, like um, we we have found it on YouTube. YouTube. Like, yeah, there's not like a, its own documentary. It's part of a I guess of a series, and it's just how kids and all over the world are are. Locked up. <laughs> uh, yeah, for a, a lot, a long time, a, a lot of the times. Um, for sometimes just for stealing or or petty crimes, a lot a lot a lot of these kids though, some of them are on drugs, some of them are on crack, and they're some of them are, are so young, some they look like they're ten or or less, uh, like some look like they're like five and seven, I don't know, um, and just um, they're telling us that there's like five hundred thousand kids around the world that are in prison. Um, I have lots to say when come to do with the Brazilian side. So I'm going to let you talk about now yeah. what you think about it. And what do you see in this documentary that raised your eyebrow and make you wonder if it was the right thing to do or wrong what they are doing? I don't, oh, I'll tell you right now, I, I, don't be, I don't believe in putting children in prison. I think there's better ways. I think if um, if if you do put a child in prison, the goal should be to turn them into a, a, a honest member of society, a productive member of society. And if if they're not showing that they can do that, uh, then yeah, uh, I, I have no problem with keeping them there until they're ready. But um, the the goal should be to turn them around and be productive. Um, a lot, most of these kids. Are from broken homes, shitty parents, no parents. Um, I, I um, mo, mo, most of these kids, I would say, ninety nine percent, if they if they grew up in a normal house with um, good parents and not like just a, like a middle middle class family, they wouldn't have done anything. Just a lot of times they're poor. They get around with the, the their their parents aren't watching them. They get in, in in with the wrong crowds, and they just they start getting the trouble, and that's that's where they end, end up. And a lot of times it's the do the parents. So a lot of them that the parents went to the same prison, and now um, they're repeating the same thing. So I don't know. I I I blame the parents for a lot of it. Uh, and some some of them, yeah, some of them um, for some reason like they're um, they got divorced or whatever or. Or um, maybe the the dad died or the mom died, and they and they gone and it's starting to get into trouble. But um, a lot a lot of these kids, they if it's just for punishment, and that's the only reason why they're there, a lot of these kids will will come out worse because um, they're they're not learning anything in there. The the goal should be for them to learn something and to and to understand there's a better way of doing things, and. Um, and that, I don't know, that, that's 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 what I think. How about you? 
Uh, teens of thousands of children are incarcerated in young prison every single day. Thousands more are also locked up in adult prison and in jails. Imagine a child locked alone in a small empty room for days, weeks, or even months. Anyways, um, too many incarcerated young are like very solitary. Like, um, you know, they feel um, lonely. They feel like crap, right, when they go there. I'm going to tell you by the experience that I have with children in my country, Brazil. I'm from Rio. I'm start with that. We have lots, lots, lots street kids. Kids that the parents, most of the time, don't have control of it. They run away from home. They get in, in, in the street. They start um, getting to drugs. Start with smelling glue. You know those glue they use for the shoe? The kids in Brazil love to smell that and make them high. Uh, I don't know if you, you you ever know about that. The glue that yeah, they, they use for shoes. They shoe. do it here too. They do yes. it here too. Yeah, so kids uh, uh, smell that to get high. So when they are in the street, they start doing robbing people in the street. I was a victim three times of being robbed by those children. And they are everywhere in Rio. And where I live, like downtown Rio, uh, they have many of them. And they are terrified because they wear a little pocket knife. Um, the bigger ones sometimes carry a gun. If it's loaded or no loaded, I don't know. And we all know in the society, those kids have no fear. So that means that they, if they feel to kill you, to hurt you, they will do it. Because they are high in drugs. And they don't think. They don't have not consequence, right? So what happened with the government? So what the government do? They have this car where they drive around and they collect those children. Sometimes the people make a phone call, call the government. They call, in Brazil, we call FEBEN. So those places, they collect the kids and they send to this FEBEN where they feed them. But the problem with those FEBENs, we all know they are abused in those places. So what happened when the kids are abused, what are they going to do? They're going to run away again and going to go into the street. So they have no support from the government to have a better uh, lead in, in that Febane, in that place where they're taking them. So they get even more revolt and angry when they go back to the street. And in the documentary, uh, uh, one of the boys was saying, I'm angry, I'm going to get out of here and I'm going to be even worse than before because we get beat up by those people. And how a kid can change to be a better person when they are being abused in those places? That's ridiculous, don't you think? I agree. Like, it's, it's sad. I, I didn't have no idea before that I was always thinking, we all think in Brazil that they doing the best. And all we care, we're very selfish because we all, all we care is to remove them out of the street because we are afraid to get robbed, to get hurt. So 
we really doesn't give a shit about those children. Let's be honest. And I'm as a Brazilian, I did think that way. I did think like I'm scared to be in the street. I'm scared to cross this. Like sometimes I remember when I was younger and I have to go to my ballet every morning and I have to cross um, um as it's, it's very famous in Rio is those arc It's beautiful It's white and have those beautiful art. And to I go to my school, I have to cross that. And I remember a pile of kids used to be under the bridge waiting to people to cross to come through it so they can rob. Yeah. And what I did, I have to take a bus, a place that I can walk from my home. I have to take a bus because I was terrified to walk by over there. One time they want to cut my hair because it was some fashion in Brazil that the people used to sell hair and they want to cut my hair. And me and my girlfriend used to run so fast. <laughs> but anyways, we, the society, don't give a shit about those kids. All we care is just remove them out of the street and leave safe. And that's why when that's why when they killed those kids in the, um, in that church, the Candelaria, remember the massacre that happened in the Candelaria? They police killed a bunch of kids. You know why? Because lots of people was complaining about being robbed. Lots of people was um, calling the police and of course have those bad police that think that to resolve this, let's kill them. This way they cannot run away from we throw them they're going to be dead and problem solved. So that's why in Brazil, the society become no finding a good solution to resolve the problem. What's going on? They want to eliminate the problem, not find a solution. They don't know what they're doing. All these countries that feel that the, um, the best way to handle these problems is to punish these people because if they're punished they're not uh, if they're punished badly they won't want to do it again guess what that doesn't work it's shown time and time and time again when these kids leave these places they're gonna go back in like a in a couple years so it doesn't work so try something else and something else means a different way um a way that's, that's gonna show them a skill make them feel good about themselves show like uh, um, show them to um, um, give them schooling. Show them that, that there's a better way, not just punish them and tell them to get out. That doesn't make it. Does, like, and yeah, the, uh, uh, someone who doesn't know any better, someone who was born yesterday, would think, yeah, that would work. You punish somebody, they want to want to do it again. But reality has taught us a, th a thousand years ago. It's taught us that um, if you punish someone, I mean, you 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 have these prisons that make it. Uh, that give you only, only only punishment, the people come out worse. It's it's the same reason why um, there's states that have the, the the death penalty. Those states have the highest murder rates. You you, you would think the death penalty would be a deterrent, but obviously not. These uh, these aren't deterrents. You you got to show them that there's a better way and and give them a path to succeed. Don't give them a path to go out and do it again. If if they're if they're if all you do is punish them, they get they get angry when when they leave and they're gonna do it again. It's, like it's it's it may it may sound counterproductive, but that's what happens when you when you only when you only worry about making punishments worse. Um, these kids are just are just gonna go out and do it again. Yeah. 
Yeah, I I agree. I think what's missing yeah. with all those children that um, I teach some of those kids, street kids before. And all they wanted is to hang in on and somebody that believe in them and give them love and caring and motivation to keep fighting to be somebody in life. And most of the time, those people just insult them. Just put them down and just like, that's all you're going to do is still, that's how it is. You need to survive day by day. You know what I mean? So they, I know that because there's, um, and those, one of those kids that um, was in the massacre in the Candelaria and the church that killed lots, one of them survived. And I remember that there was, some woman that used to cook and bring them food and blanket and support them. And those kids call her. One of them, the one survives, call her and help us. Why call her? You know why? Because they know she's the one love them, listen to them, care about them, you know. And I think the society forgetting about what's the most important. They forgetting to build their personality. They forget to build their self-esteem. They forgetting to give them hope. They forgetting to give them love and attention. And in resolve, build it up their future. You cannot just dump somebody in, in, in those places, in those jails, beat them up, feed them, and hoping that they're going to get out happy and oh i'm going to do something else that's ridiculous thinking that's stupid thinking you know uh it is sad it's sad to see because one of those kids is like my kid and uh you know i break my heart to see and i have one that i i even cried the mother was so poor mother you see where she live in the documentary right it really she had nothing basically, right? And she was asking her son, please, my son, you know, uh, change. You know, I love you. Before I die, I have cancer. And before I die, I want to see you have a better life. And you can see the kid feel that emotion and, you know, but guess what? He get out and he come back again. So like, so that means like this place taking him every time and there's nothing changed about the boy i know everybody gonna say oh but that's his choice you know why i say that because i talked to my son and i i told my son my 10 11 years old i said look this kid is in jail and he asked what they did and i explained to them and i say he's free and he come back again because he robbed again so my son said that was his fault it's his choice you know what i mean so, like I said, we all think that whatever you are doing, you do it because you want to. You know, he did not have the idea and the mentality to think that he had a bad life. That place where he was was bad, you know, because the society make us believe that those places is, is good too. You know what I mean? Like in Brazil, they advertise to say we take them to Febain and we feed them, we give them clothes, we do this. Look, the reality, they're getting beat up. That's the reality, they're abusing those kids. 
And we all think that there is, was a, I did think was a good place. I never imagined there are being abused in there. A lot of these kids too are from families that, like that one family couldn't even afford to see the kid. They couldn't afford the five bucks to see the kid. So if, if you were that poor, uh, stealing food or anything, like, yeah, of course, if you're, if you're desperate, there's more chance that you're going to steal something because you have nothing. So yeah. It, uh, yeah, so it's way more of a chance of doing that. It, if that that same kid was born in in a if, to a a, parent, a a house that was well off, he would never do that. Yeah. Anyway. Sometimes you get addicted to drugs, right? Yeah. I know there is um, I know somebody that uh, he in Canada used to be addicted to drugs, and he used to steal his mother electronics in the house to sell it to buy drugs. Yeah. And they were well um, living, like they have everything and nothing they could do. You know, they, they, he was going, he, he finished high school, but then was not doing nothing. He getting just in the construction. So basically, and then he ended up getting some woman pregnant and have a kid and I don't know right now what's going on in his life but basically I know when he was in his 20s 20s he was stealing stuff from his family to sell to buy drugs he was complete addicted to to cocaine yeah once once you get addicted just it's almost out of your hands now yeah because so basically sometimes some people are addicted to drugs and they cannot stop so, I mean, we have to measure, but that's why those places should have some research how to deal with each kid's problems. Psychologic, you know what I mean? Because basically it's psychologic too. And because they still a kid, they still hope. It's not an adult to just kill somebody and it's still a kid, like 11, 12, 15. They still have the whole future ahead of them. So let's try to fix them mentally and their personality to see, have a good guide, not just lock them up and beat them up. I know there is a judge that um, they have uh, kids, um, it's, it's some kind of psychological um, for kids behavior. So some parents um, contact them, sign a contract and they because it's some parents that cannot have control of the kids. Like I say, sometimes addicted to drugs or it's very bully, like want to beat everybody and stuff like that. So they sign up. This is in U.S. And the judge um, sent those kids sentenced to, to this psychological jail where they take them and they're going to be, sometimes they lock them with real prison people. And you can see because there's a video is this is based in the same um, true story kids behind bar. If you guys want to uh, check around. Um, so they take those kids, they lock them up over there and you have the prison. So the girls go to the girls prison, the guys into the guys prison and the kids is like 11 12 13 14 and the guy the guards is so strong carrying those kids putting them in the glass where's the criminals like killers serial killers and they start swear them hey call them names i'm gonna kill you like threat them 
And those kids is like shaking and crying, you know, and terrified. So some reported make the whole report following this whole system, how they are doing with those kids to make them to realize that if you continue being a bad behavior, that's where you're going to end up is in this prison. This is the prison. So they live like a prison. You know what I mean? To them realize that if you don't stop right now, you when you're old enough, you're going to go be like them and be where they are. So the whole system is to show those kids how prison really is. So the kids can change their behavior. So what do you think about this? I've, I've seen those documentaries and I don't know. I I think that scare tactic could be effective, especially uh, early on. Uh, I, I don't know the statistics about uh, whether or not that actually works. But um, it's, if, it, if, it, if it does work, if there's proof that that works, then I'm all for what works. If, 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 if there's evidence that that kind of t t technique, sc scaring them straight, um, is, is going to change their lives, then yes, do it. If, if it comes out that all it does is scare them and it just does nothing they just continue with with their ways then then no then I, I don't agree i i basically agree with what works when uh, they did some investigation they say that some of the stuff they are using like calling their bad names you know insulting them they're saying that's kind of a child abuse and they're using the force like there's one scene they are carrying the child and forcing the child to be face to face with some criminal i mean the criminal was locked up in the door but they tried forcing the kid that's screaming and crying and so they grab him really graphic and and force him to be face to face so they brought that to justice and asking that um, this is child abuse you should not use this and then they said that um, the parents signed a paper agreement that would have some calling names because those calling names they do use in jail. So they want the kids go through as a criminal. You know what I mean? So they know the reality. If you go to jail, that's what's going to happen to you. That's what you have to deal with it. But they know and they make sure the prisoner cannot lend a finger. And the whole video, you don't see them touching the kids is just insulting them by name and intimidating them and uh you know and they have the locked up too so i mean i think is if you have a kid that go you cannot have control at all keep stealing keeping using drugs keeping doing stuff like that i think the parents are desperate desperate to um, show them because they tired to say, listen, if you continue, go to jail and they really don't know what jail is all about. And I think that's a good idea to show them this is jail and this is what you're going to end up. I think it's different than put the kids behind bar like those one in those countries that they are locked up for good and they are being abused physically, like beating up. And I think it's two different systems. And this way in America, when they do that, I think can work. Because lots of the teenagers start crying and want to get out. No, so, if, 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 they, if they prove it works, then it works. I, that, that, that show actually comes from uh, 
there there was a documentary I believe in the seventies called Scared Straight, and uh, um, that that whole show is is basically um, based off that. Uh, I'm not I'm not I'm not sure if you ever if you ever seen them, but it's actually a pretty good documentary that that um, they they put out like forty years ago. But uh, anyway, yeah, I think it's good. But yeah, that's our <laughs> review for Kids Behind Bar. If you agree or not, let us know in your opinion. Yeah. All right. Don't forget to follow us in the blog, okay? Because there's more documentary coming along. Bye, guys. See you next time. See ya. Bye.